Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's the radio guy, Dr. Mike Prince. Welcome to our Thursday edition of the Mike Prince Show here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network, coming to you each and every day. The social media handles, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, at the Mike Prince Show, the YouTube channel, Open Mic Broadcast Network, our website, obnradio.com, and our 24-hour dial-in message line, 713-570-6736. And without any further delay, we'll jump right into today's episode. Today's episode made possible by attorney Lee Van Richardson, located at 1047 Austin Street in Hempstead, Texas. Give him a call today at 979-826-8008 to help you set up your legal strategies. Attorney Lee Van Richardson, 979-826-8008. Well, the baseball tournament got started on yesterday, and the Braves, Panthers, Tigers, and Golden Lions all face an elimination today. The first game featured Gramlin against Alcorn. Alcorn was victorious by the score 14-4. to Texas Southern and Jackson State did battle in what has to be the game of the tournament thus far. It went extra innings, but Texas Southern found themselves in the winner's circle 5-4 to after 10 innings of play. Prairie View lost to Alabama State by the score of 11-4. to And Arkansas Pine Bluff, Southern Jaguars in the nightcap, Southern victorious by the score of 11-7. to so the Panthers will take on Alcorn in the first elimination game, 9 a.m. this morning. Pine Bluff will take on Jackson State for the second elimination game beginning at 12 noon. Other local baseball news, Blinn Buccaneers find themselves losing in the championship game of the NJCAA Region 14 championship game. Buccaneers falling to number 15th ranked Navarro by the score of 14 to 7. Buccaneers season ends at 32 and 23. And in softball news, number 16th ranked Bland Buccaneers, they fell to San Jacinto 4 to 3 in the Region 14 NJCAA tournament. Their record concludes at 44 and 15 on the year. Not what the Buccaneers expected but nonetheless a very successful season. We have a special treat in store for you on today. We're going to pause real quickly. When we return, we'll hear from head soccer coach of Prairie View A&M University, Ms. Sonia Cavello. You're listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network and the Mike Prince Show. This broadcast has been made possible by the support of the Prairie View Athletic Club. The Prairie View Athletic Club is a proud supporter of Prairie View A&M University Athletics. For more information on becoming a member of the Prairie View Athletic Club, send your email to pvathletic.club at gmail.com. That email address again is pvathletic.club 
at gmail.com. Prairie View Athletic Club, a proud supporter of Prairie View A&M University Athletics. Are you looking for an affordable way to increase your business? Let the Open Mic Broadcast Network lead the way. For a customized, affordable ad campaign, call 832-213-8824. Hello, TV Nation. It's Kimberly Runnels, your National Alumni Association president, just wanting to invite everyone, alumni and friends, to our 45th annual National Alumni Convention held at the Houston Sea Place Marriott in Spring, Texas. The date, July 25th through the 27th, 2019. Don't miss it. Fellowship with other alumni. We have a networking seminar occurring. And, of course, the Athletic Summit returns as well. Soon, registration information will be available. So don't miss three fabulous days at the Houston City Place Marriott in Spring, Texas. We are fortunate to have on the line with us right now head soccer coach for Prairie View A&M University, and that is Coach Sonia Cravello. How you doing, ma'am, and welcome back to the show. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Yes, ma'am. We're excited to have you here. Um, a lot of people may not have been aware, but you had a spring practice as well. Bring us up to speed about that. I know you're still in your recruiting, but then we'll go a little bit further down the road. So bring everybody up to speed about Panther soccer. Uh, we're excited to have one one academic year uh, under my belt here at uh, Purview Women's Soccer and uh, just finishing up the spring the last couple of weeks, uh, you know, we we done extremely well. I felt like the players uh, grew a lot, and we see uh, a great future for our program and where the girls are heading. Well, you came in under some unusual circumstances on last year. In fact, I believe it was two games prior before the first kickoff, and I know you've had time to get acclimated. But what's the greatest difference other than that timing for you going into this season versus last season? I think the the difference is is, uh, our program, especially our players, are more well-prepared. You know, it's so important for uh, even me as a coach to to understand the players and, you know, coming in three days uh, before our first game, uh, you know, we did the best we could. Um, And opening up the season last year, yeah, we lost the game against McNeese one nothing. But the previous year, they've lost you know more than four goals against. So uh, I know the players are excited about uh, this year. I think uh, you know the players understand um, the concepts that we're trying to execute on the field, um, and just learning each other um, and understanding uh, the new formation, the new coaching philosophy, um, with keeping possession and moving forward with the ball. And looking for opportunities to to finish uh, our attacking plays that we look to obviously uh, produce during the matches. We're speaking right now with head soccer coach Sonia Covello of the Prairie View A&M University Panthers. Now, coach, you just made mention on formation. What formations do you customarily like to run, and why do you like to run those? And uh, do you have alternative approaches when you're setting up your team for strategies? Yeah, I do prefer uh, to run the the four three three, especially when we're in attack. Um, we do have the personnel to be able to to execute that formation 
uh, currently and then in the in the coming season as well too. So um, I know we're, we're going to have uh, different types of personalities coming in that I think uh, will uh, allow us to be more versatile in our formation. Um, and, and depending always on the situation um, during the game, you know, if we if we end up uh, going uh, against a team that's more defensive minded, then we'll look to press more numbers higher up the field. Um, if we're in a situation where you know we're we're down a goal and uh, we have 20 minutes left, then you know we'll look to make some changes to where we we press more higher up the field and put numbers uh, in more in the final third uh, of the field. And if we're, you know, up a goal um, and with minutes left, then obviously uh, we'll look to make the adjustments and, you know, still be behind the ball. But if we still have an opportunity to, to finish another goal, we're always going to look for those chances. So you're just going to be an opportunist throughout the entire course of the season is what you're telling me. Yeah, we're, we're always going to, you know, take risks where, when we need to. And, uh, you know, and I think that's important as well, too. I, I want my players to always feel confident when they take the field um, against any opponent. And I think that's important. And, you know, I, I think we, we're going to have a good balance of the type of players we're going to have. We're going to have more depth this year, which I think is going to be extremely important. Um, I think that's something we lost last year. I feel like our players are a lot stronger, you know, physically, uh, mentally, tactically, and technically, too. So we're definitely taking uh, the field as a team more confident, and I think that's going to be a, a massive uh, change going into the season. We're speaking right now with Coach Sonia Cavello, head soccer coach for Prairie View A&M University. Now, Coach, uh, a lot of people, when they think about soccer, they don't realize it, but it can be a very physical and demanding contact sport. What is your philosophy as you prepare? Are you pro-contact, or do you try to finesse your way through, or does it depend on the type of unit that you have? I think it's important. I work really close with our strength and conditioning staff, and, you know, it it, it all comes together. That's why we focused a lot in that in the spring, um, so that our players, you know, can, can produce the best on the field at all times. And I think it's important to... Uh, have recovery uh, when it's needed and that's where the depth comes in too so that the level of our play never drops so um, it's going to be important that we always stay competitive in everything that we do so we've spent a lot of time in that that strength and conditioning aspect in the spring which is usually where a lot of uh, focuses are for women's soccer in the spring but we're going to continue that um, when the the players do report uh, in August um, that will be a continued factor as we prepare for, for each game and just monitor their bodies uh, day in and day out so that, you know, if a player is playing 90 minutes back-to-back, that we're giving them the rest that they need to recover so they're back again uh, the following weekend. So um, it's critical. It's critical, especially with the heat, too. So we always have to make sure that, uh, you know, they're they're eating properly. Nutrition is big um, in, our, in our sport, and... Uh, that they're drinking enough water too as well. Now, you, it's ironic that you brought that up because that was on my next uh, to-do list when it comes to nutrition. Do you set diets for your players or do you trust their judgment with your guidance on what they should and should not be putting into their bodies? What's great at Purview Women's Soccer and what our department has provided is a nutritionist that does come in and educate our players. So, 
And that's what we look to do is we educate them uh, to make sure that they understand what they need to be putting in their bodies uh, when they have a day where they're rested, what they should be eating uh, throughout the day and drinking throughout the day when they're uh, in training mode and then the day before the game, what they should be eating in the evening um, and during the game, up until the game and then after. So uh, it's so important to educate the players uh, what's going to be good for for their bodies so that they can continue to produce at a top level. Um, And obviously I encourage it. I eat well myself too to set the example for them as well. So um, and when we're on the road, obviously I have full control of, what they do eat, so uh, that makes it easier as well, too, so that they can understand what the expectation is, too. Sound like we got another Coach Byron Smith on our board because he is a (laughs) strict nutritionist, man, and as a result, uh, a championship was incurred behind that. We're speaking again with Coach Sonia Cavello, head soccer coach of Prairie View A&M University. Ladies report, I believe it's August the 9th, correct, Coach? Yes, that's correct. Okay, August 9th, they'll be making preparation uh, for the 22nd to take on Houston Baptist. Now, not going into full disclosure of the schedule, and those that want to go, you can always visit the website, but you have a heavily uh, Southland contested schedule, and I made joke with you the other day, I said, I didn't realize if we were in the Southland or the SWAC with the number of Southland teams that we're playing. Is there a method behind the madness of that type of scheduling? Well, I think it's important uh, uh, where we are. Obviously, location has been a factor, too. So, um, and, and I think it's a competitive conference that's going to allow us to, uh, you know, continue to grow and challenge us to be at our best, too. So I think at the end of the day, um, you know, there's some opponents here that we faced last year that I feel are going to be uh Great, uh, great competitors. The one that we're adding that's a bit different that we didn't play last year in the fall was Sam Houston State. So um, we did face them in the spring, and uh, we ended up playing extremely well and getting the result that we were looking for performance-wise and also on the scoreboard, too. So looking forward to that new addition. Okay, well, you have nine home matches scheduled on the campus of Prairie View. That is a nice tall order. I think the most had been maybe four or five. And um, so there is a great awareness of trying to a let people know that you're in town and then just give these student athletes every opportunity of playing in front of the home crowd. Exactly. And, you know, our facilities that we have for our women's soccer program is amazing. And, you know, just, uh, just to have a facility like this, especially in the region, too. We've had other universities come in um, that have enjoyed playing here and, and really enjoy the environment as well, you know. And I think that is a, a big difference that uh, what we have, too, and what we have to offer um, to our opponents that do come into our campus. So we, we always want to make sure it's an enjoyable uh atmosphere and an environment too and, and I feel like the player our players get that and the, the opposing team that come in always have great things to say too so that's good well it's definitely uh, the talk of the conference past three years the Panthers have hosted the soccer tournament and it has been very successful I've been fortunate enough to be out there to be the PA to, for the inaugural kickoff of the soccer 
tournament on the campus of Prairie View. And it, it is really a great, great atmosphere. And if you don't have the opportunity, you need to make some time out to come. Most of your matches are on Fridays and Sundays. Uh, those Sunday matches are usually at 1 p.m. And those Fridays, with the exception of the 22nd, I think you open up on a Thursday. They're normally between 6.30 and 7 o'clock, correct? Yes, yes. All our home games that we have on a Friday will be 7 o'clock that Thursday because for the NCAA, they were able to push it a day earlier for a start date, which is great. It allows us an extra day to recover, too. So. Okay, very good, very good. Now, Coach, for someone that is interested in learning more about the soccer program, I know you have a camp coming up. Let's talk about that first, and then we'll get to the next part. Well, it's definitely an exciting uh, opportunity um, to have our, our summer soccer ID camp coming in. Uh, it's Sunday, July 21st. Um, we've opened up our, our first camp was in spring, so this will be our first summer camp, uh, second in program history. So we're excited about uh, the attendance that we did have um, in the spring, and we're looking forward to, you know, growing uh, growing the numbers and getting people uh, to get on campus and uh uh, have an opportunity to work with the soccer coaching staff. Once again, you can go on the website. You go to uh, pvpanthers.universitytickets.com. Um, you'll be able to see the, the summer soccer ID camp if you want to register. It's, it's right now geared towards the girls' high school ages that are entering grade 9 um, to 12. So, uh, you know, we're excited about that too. And if they're interested in uh, registering, we do have it where it is available uh, up until July 1 um, at the cost of 130 and then after will be after July 1 will be $150. That will include the lunch, also include um, a T-shirt that they also get, two training sessions, two small-sided uh, uh, games, as well as an opportunity for a panel with the coaching staff and the, and the players as well, too, that will be here. Uh, part of the camp, which is our current players on our roster. So they, they get an opportunity to ask us uh, questions, too. And it's, I think it's a great opportunity for to give the information um, that they that they need in regards to the recruiting process um, and also what it's like to, to be a current student-athlete because my players are involved in that process, too, and what we're also looking for when, it, when we're out there looking at players as well. So it's a great opportunity for for us as well, as well as the community to come out and enjoy a day with uh, with everyone. That sounds like a, a action-packed day. You're going to get all that done in one day on the 21st? Yeah, yeah. We have everything organized, trust me. Wow. <laughs> done it in the spring, and uh, it went extremely well. We had great feedback uh, from the campers as well as the parents, and even my players, too. They enjoyed it because they've, uh, they've never done it in the past. So I, I think it's so important to educate um, our community too and it's just it's great for our program I think we need to be uh, we need to continue to be involved more and this is our, our way of of starting that process of building those relationships with people okay so Sunday July 21st what time will it start coach it starts at 10 o'clock okay so 10 o'clock uh, come on on the campus and uh, enjoy 
uh, some soccer training at its finest. Uh, it is an exciting sport. Uh, I got a couple more questions, Coach. I know we're pressed for time, but I just want you – I'm all about educating. You just talked about educating the, the, the community as a broad. There are a lot of people who know of soccer but are not very versed in soccer. And what I want you to do, if you could – Break down the positions that are in soccer because there are 11 players on the field at each time uh, and the positions that, you know, they are like when you explain your formation that you like to run and what's the key assignment of each uh, position. So 11 players on the field. Uh, we'll start with the keeper that plays usually in the defensive that should be playing in the defensive uh, half inside the 18 yard box. Uh, their role is obviously to protect the goal. Uh, they're the only player on the field that is allowed to use their hands um, inside the 18-yard box, their defensive side. Uh, and then you can uh, look up, depending on the formation, if we say a 4-3-3, for example, uh, in our formation, we usually play four at the back, two center mids, uh, two full backs. The full backs can go uh, very much high up the field uh, that becomes an attacking player. Uh, then when you look at the central players, uh, the defenders, they usually, uh, you know, very aggressive, try to win the ball off the forwards uh, that try to attack them as well. They're usually the last man back um, that has to protect the goal as much as possible. And when you're looking at the central uh, midfielders, you're looking at three could be one defensive mid to attacking players who get involved in the final third. They're usually the attacking players are usually the creative players that uh, set up the force to score goals or look to uh, score goals themselves. So usually assist in the, the goal scorers. Um, they're also cover a lot of ground so that those central midfielders, uh, you know, they're the ones who are making those runs box to box. So they have to be physically conditioned. Um, and also when it comes to our forwards too, we have usually a, a center forward. It's, uh, we try to make sure that they are able to hold up the ball um, and be able to combine play and score goals. The wide players, we always try to make sure that they are get into situations where they can create space and beat defenders um, 1v1s and, and look to score and also assist as well too So, and they also have to be conditioned as well too because they have to get behind the ball when they lose the ball It is a lot going on if you've never had the opportunity to watch this sport in person you are missing a very uh, engaging and a very competitive treat if you're that that like to see great competition. All right, coach. Now we know it's always important about community support, people coming out. Um, how could one uh, help support Panther soccer program by way of tickets or uh, any other way of support? They can come uh, into our uh, website and go under tickets and there's opportunity to have um, the season ticket package as well. It's only $25. So, uh, we are we are hitting trying to hit a target of 200 uh, season tickets uh, sold by our, our home opening match, which is September 8th against Nickel State. Um, per game, it is five dollars, uh, but this is a great opportunity, uh, you know, to have uh, a full season uh, pass for 25 bucks. Can't beat that, you know. You cannot um, beat that at all, because <laughs> just on the simple math alone, you have nine scheduled home games. 
right? Yeah. Exactly. And, and so my my last uh, uh, mathematical check that's forty five bucks if you come at five dollars a head, okay? But if you get a season pass, you can save twenty bucks for only twenty five bucks. You can't beat that with a stick. You can't beat that with a stick. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's a great opportunity uh, for the community to come out to and uh, to support the program. And we also encourage that if you, even our players do, sometimes not all families can come out. We encourage them to still uh, support and uh, look to purchase a season pass because it does help our program out as well too, which helps us helps our student-athletes so we can provide other opportunities to curvy for them. Okay, and that goal was 200 season tickets by September the 8th, right, Coach? That's our goal. That's our goal. So um, every month I'm going to get an update from our ticketing office, and uh, hopefully we, we uh, secure that goal by, uh, by September 8th. Okay, you be sure and let us know uh, on the progress of that, and we'll keep pushing that goal for you. How about that? Yes, that'd be great. Thank you. Coach, you have been a beautiful diamond in the rough for us here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. We thoroughly appreciate you making and taking the time out. Customarily on our show, we allow our guests to have some final thoughts and comments. And now the floor is all yours. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm excited, uh, you know, to to reach uh, the community in a different way. And hopefully everybody is uh is listening. We're excited about the opportunity of opening up, um, you know, this fall. We opened up our season play against Nickel State uh, University on Sunday, September 8th at 1 o'clock. Uh, we're uh, hoping that the community comes out and, and enjoys the process. I'm always available after the game, uh, you know, just to, just to talk to them, usually around, um, just to connect with people and then. Uh, our SWAC opener is uh, Friday, September 27th at 7 p.m. Uh, so that's going to be an exciting uh, match as well, too, as we open conference place. So I'd uh, love to have the community come out and support. And, you know, we, we love to, to be involved in the community as well and, and educate, uh, you know, uh, everyone about the game. So um, there could be an opportunity that if you see that you want to reach out to me personally, whether it's community involvement, uh, we're always seeking to reach out and, and get the girls involved too, the players involved in the community. So my email is S-O-Carvello, C-U-R-V-E-L-O, at P-V-A-M-U.edu. Um, if there's opportunity that uh, we can help the community out in any way, okay? Okay, okay. Do you have a Twitter handle? I do. It's at Coach uh, Carvello right now. We don't have a, a, a program one. We're launching that in the fall. Okay. So at Coach Carvello, if they want to get in contact with you by way of Twitter. Twitter, yes. Okay. Well, you heard it live in Living Color, ladies and gentlemen. She is Coach Sonia Carvello. I am the radio guy, Dr. Mike Prince. We want to thank you guys so much, as always, for tuning in with us. Don't forget our social media handles for Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter are at The Mike Prince Show. The YouTube channel is Open Mic Broadcast Network. Our website, obnradio.com. And our 24-hour dial-in message line, 713-570-6736. And until the next time, you guys be blessed, and we'll see you on the other side. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.